Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today, I'm going to be giving you a bit of a more practical rundown on the five things to do on payday. Now it's the end of the month, so I'm sure some of you have either just been paid, are getting paid, are about to get paid. And I think sometimes it gets to payday and we're like, um, cool, let's just go out and spend. But actually there are some things that you need to do before you crack on with that. So I'm going to run you through my five top things you should be doing. So first of all, really what we're going to be discussing is about how to have a money date with yourself on payday. And this quite literally means to sit down and have a date with your money. Now, if you are someone who has full-time or part-time employment, but you are you have a regular income, so you get paid the same day every month, or you know when you're getting paid, so like the 15th of the month or the last Friday of the month, you can literally put this into your calendar like a date you would with a friend. You know, you block out an hour, two hours in your calendar and you say, money date. And you, you, you make it non-negotiable. Now, if you are self-employed or you have an irregular income, I still recommend trying to have money dates, maybe weekly instead of monthly. You can do it monthly, but treating your finances in that respect so that you have some kind of consistency to it. But money dates are so important for everyone. And if you have a partner and you share your finances, then you absolutely should be doing it together. And sitting down, having this way of working, but doing it as a team, especially if you have a joint account or whatever. So let's get into the five things you should do when you have a payday money date. Now, tip number one, straight up, check your payslip. So if someone else is paying you, check your payslip. Is it correct? How much has gone into my pension? Have I been paid the correct amount? Have I been taxed the right amount? Sounds silly and basic and quite boring, but actually it's really important to get checked to check it out. Too many times people have said, oh, I actually don't really know what I get paid. Oh, I don't even really know what gets deducted. And this shit is important. Employers still fuck up. You know, tax codes, they fucking change all the time. Like they're things that you need to just check in on. Um, And it's important to make sure that you are paying into a pension and that you are having the right things deducted because you don't want HMRC on your back because no one wants that. If you are, like I said, self-employed or you have regular income and you are paying yourself, it's going to depend but making sure that what you are paying yourself is right. Have you put money in all the other places? Have you put money aside for your self-employed tax? Have you put money into your personal or your self-employed personal pension? You know, all of those things. Same same vibe if you are working for yourself, you're self-employed, but you're just looking at it to say, have I done all the right things as opposed to have I been paid the right amount? Now, tip number two or thing to do number two is check your budget from last month. Did you actually stick to it? What went well? What went wrong? Now, obviously, this can be quite painful sometimes because you go, yeah, I absolutely fucked it. I didn't stick to it at all. What happened? Dunno, just fucking spent loads, to be honest. Like sometimes there isn't actually an answer for it, except my money mindset ain't in the great place or loads of things cropped up. 
checking though and reflecting is important because it connects you to your money more. But what I will say is look at it from a judgment-free lens as though you're looking at your friend's finances or finances of someone else. Don't berate yourself and be like, oh my God, you're so shit with money. You fucked up again. Because that just makes you feel shit. It keeps you feeling ashamed. And it means you're not going to feel confident to create and set a budget for yourself for the next month. You need to see this as a trial and error. I'm trying this budgeting method. I'm going to see if it works. Maybe I need to put less in savings this month because it's summer and I want a bit more to spend. Maybe I need to put more away because I'm going away on holiday and that really matters to me. Maybe I um, went out of budget on my grocery shop because instead of doing four big weekly shops, I did 10 million different shops to Sainsbury's. Like all of this information is just data. Now, you don't need to be fucking anal about it and be like, right, I'm going to exactly go for all of this. But just asking yourself the question, like just general, like what do I feel went well? What do I didn't? What do I didn't? <laughs> what what didn't? I love taking lessons from everything. And maybe I am that annoying person who's like, oh, what can I learn from this? But I do. I do it when I go on dates. Like if I go on a date, and this is a classic one, right? Let's say I go on a date and it goes really well and I'm having a great time. And then they ghost me, right? And I'm upset about it. And I'm like, well, why are they not texting me? Every time I'll be like, what have I learned from this date? Maybe this time I learned that um, I actually don't like it when people I date, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Or a quality that I really liked in that person was, you know, their humor. So actually, that's really important that I find that moving forwards. Or, you know, like, maybe I show up differently. Maybe I didn't like the fact that it the being there made me feel X, Y, and Z. Like everything is a lesson or a blessing. So do the same thing with your finances. What have I learned from this situation? You're building a database. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, thing number three is to check in with your financial goals. And basically, have you made any progress? Have you put money towards savings? Have you put money towards investings? Have, investings? Have you cleared some of your debt? Have you paid off people that you owe? You know, all of those things. Because when we get connected more to our goals and what our future goals are, girl, it's gonna make such a difference. I, When I was saving that 40K, I honestly checked in with my goals constantly. Now, obviously, it's more enjoyable when you're actually making progress towards that goal because every time it's like, hey, gold sticker for me, gold star for me, I'm winning. But if you don't check in because you're like, oh, I'm not doing very well, you're gonna get months down the line and go, I'm literally no closer to my financial goals and I didn't make myself um, attached enough to it to actually do something about it. So checking in with your goals is really important. And humans love progress bars. So, you know, um, like, like one of the reasons why Uber and Deliveroo were so successful is not just the convenience, but because it takes away the mystery by having the little car or the little like, um, bike thing that goes on the map because you can see exactly what's going on. You can see the progress that it's made. You progress bars are so important. Now, I actually listened to a podcast, a marketing podcast on this. I think it was on Stephen Bartlett's podcast where the guy explained why progress bars were so important for the human like psyche. Um, but when you, if you have like a savings tracker and you color it in or you can mark something off, that's why we love to-do lists as well, because we go, how many people have a to-do list? And let's say you do something new, like that wasn't on the to-do list. I will add it to the to-do list just so I can tick it off. And I know there's loads of y'all out there too doing that. So yeah, having something to be able to track your progress is really important. 
Now, thing number four is about creating yourself a new budget for the week or the month ahead. So creating a spending plan. What are you going to do with your money this week? Are you going to, or months, sorry, like where does that money need to go? Who do you need to pay? What things do you need to pay for? Move money over into your Monzo. You know, do the things you need to do to plan for the month ahead. Now, everybody's budgeting style is going to be different. Mine changes, has changed over the years a lot, over the last sort of like 10 years since I've been earning money. Mental. And it's really important that you have a way of working that feels good for you. So really going, right, what do I need to do to create this budget for the month ahead? And if this, if you're listening to this and you are just cringing or being like, it makes me feel so sick, I don't want to have to look at it. There is some money mindset stuff that you need to be looking at. What is it that's making you avoid making a spending plan? Is it because you feel like you've never stuck to one, so therefore you think you're incapable? Is it the way that you view budgets and you think that budgets aren't for you for whatever reason? Because like, you know, wealthy people, really, really rich people, yo, they have a budget. They have a spending plan. Like, even though they're rich, look at me, even though they're rich, money still is a finite resource in that respect, even though obviously they have an abundance mindset and they can make more of it. But they, but rich people will still have some form of budget or spending plans so they know that they're not spending outside of their means. And that's why they're rich. That's why they're wealthy, because they are making sure that they're sticking to those golden rules. And you can only do that if you do the same thing and you create yourself some kind of plan for your money, because then you're the one saying, I get to choose where my money goes. So yeah. And then tip number five is move your money. Move your money to savings, to investments, to your spending account, account, like do the things that you need to do to make it easy for yourself. This links into paying yourself first. So moving your money into savings or investments or whatever that looks like. Because when the money is all moved, you then don't have to constantly be doing the mental maths to figure out where does my money need to go? Oh shit, I've missed this bill. Oh shit, I've done this. No, you're good because you've got money in your spending account to spend you've got money in your savings and investments for your financial goals to grow you've already cleared off a bit of your debt and you've got money in your main bank account for your bills account that's how I like to work is to break it all down into little pots now the good thing about this is you could even automate this which takes out a lot of the pain I quite like the manual process of it because I like to sit down with my money see what it's doing make some decisions and my money changes like monthly anyway but for some people they want to automate it you want to make it as easy as possible But they are the five things that I highly recommend for you to do on payday. And they don't need to take long. You could could literally do that within half an hour, an hour. But you work too hard to let your money just do what it wants. So putting aside some quality time to sit down with your money is very, very important. Now, thank you very much for tuning into this episode. For all of you that listen to my podcast, I love and I'm so grateful for you. So thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And also always, my DMs and my emails are open. So if you want to reach out and chat, please do. And if you want to share this with anyone you think needs to hear it, that'd be amazing because we are chatting about money, making it less taboo and helping people to feel empowered. And that is possible with all of your support. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And have a great week. See you next week. Mwah.